Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi. <laughs> the, the reflection was on my eyes. I'll take my glasses off. It was a bit maniac, but okay. Yeah. Sorry. Starting off strong. Yes. So cool. All right. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is our weekly podcast. I can't stop laughing at Erica's smile. I'm so sorry. Keep it together, Lily. Okay, so this is our weekly podcast, The Rest of Us, uh, discussing uh, every episode of The Last of Us. <laughs> we have the fantastic Erica. <laughs> I swear I didn't have coffee this time. That was just ADHD. Whoa. Oh, God, I loved it. Uh, the wonderful Nick, who's finally back with us. Hi. Woo! I'm back. Yeah, welcome back. And me. Lily, hi. How you doing? Just a little quick disclaimer. We are recording this podcast directly after watching the episode. We literally watched it a few minutes ago. Uh, so everything's still fresh in our memories. Everything's still fresh in the world. So any theories or talking points or things like that that people might have been talking about during the week, uh, obviously those kinds of things develop. So we would love to chat to you guys about it in the live chat if you're watching this on YouTube or all over our social medias as it develops. But the disclaimer is that it is still pretty new for us. So any theories, let us know and we can start talking about it over our social. Something incredibly sad happened to the Last of Us community. We uh, got the news that we lost the wonderful Annie Wershing, who played Tess in the original game. Uh, fuck cancer. For real? Yeah. She was 45, leaving three kids behind and... Uh, a lot of friends and family. This one is for, for Annie. It's for you, Annie. Let's get into the episode breakdown. Uh, we're gonna go nice uh, timeline order, and we're gonna start off with the simple fact that there was no cold opening this time. We yeah. just got straight into it with the you know the title which I completely watched. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. I skipped it again. Sorry. It gets you <laughs> no, in the mood. On. It gets you come in the on. mood for the show. The music, it sets the tone and gets you ready. I was already They worked ready. so hard on that intro. You got to watch it, man. They come worked on. so hard. I do, look, I, <laughs> I do appreciate the intro, but I'm, I always skip every intro. It's okay. not against. Ain't got time for that. I I just don't have time. For it. I'm sorry. I I thought I was missing something because I've had I've had issues trying to like watch the episodes, like trying to stream them and things like that. When I started watching it and there was no like cold open, I was like, oh my gosh, I've missed it, and now we can't talk about it. <laughs> Obviously, we can uh, feel the heavy weight weight of uh, 
losing Tess in the previous episode through, you know, Joel. I love that he was right next to the river, just building that little... I, I think it's called a cairn. And I think I remember that because in Uncharted 4, there was a trophy for knocking all of them over. Did you, did you know it's actually illegal? Um, really? It disrupts, like... I didn't, like, I did just look this up, but I actually knew this. It is illegal because it disrupts wildlife and other things in rivers and stuff around it. It disrupts the wildlife and it's actually illegal to do that. But it doesn't matter in the show because it's the apocalypse. Okay. That's okay. So if nothing else, you've learned how to avoid breaking the law tonight. There, so yes, but welcome. it is called a cairn. Yeah. <laughs> it is? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Good. That's the one. That's Go the one for well me. Done. Well done, Nick. Well done. And then I love that, uh, you know, we focus on Ellie and she has Jules' jacket covering her from the cold. And uh, uh, she said, I think one of the most important things uh, that Joel has to remember, don't blame me for something that isn't my fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. You didn't have to do this. You needed a battery and it just happened to be the situation. You didn't have to do this. She's so right for this. I was like, yeah. yes. It was really just an introduction of, you know, the them heading towards Bill's place. And we have mm. to mention that wonderful scene where they go looting. Yeah. I was so happy. <laughs> I love it. And he gets, Joel gets so frustrated enough people to find anything. Like, he's like, I've only, only been there like once and he couldn't find anything. I'm like, that's exactly how we felt trying <laughs> to find stuff. We can't find anything anywhere. Everything was just like... It, oh, it looks like just in the game, like, you know, the shelves, uh, everything. The lockers. The lockers. The I, lockers I, looked Naughty Dog Yellow to me. You just have an eagle eye for that, hey? Yeah. Erica's just like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear Naughty Dog Yellow next episode. I don't you, own yellow, but I'm going to do it. You, you kind of have to do it now. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. you know, you brought it on yourself. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, real quick, we, we don't see a ton of Easter eggs so far. I couldn't find a ton of Easter eggs yet um, because there were a lot of changes to this episode. But one of the first ones yeah. that I saw was um, as Ellie's going into the additional room on the wall by the door is a safe code. Um, I don't know if it actually means anything or if the code means anything yet, or if it's just like a cool gesture in the game being like, Hey, the safe code. Cause yeah. that's where you get extra ammo, all of this other stuff. But I thought that was, that was a really cool nod of just having like this safe code posted next to the door. We gotta love safe codes. It was so annoying. I could, I, I always looked up on YouTube. I did are. too. I had to look it up <laughs> every time because like I don't remember the code. I couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's a confession of gamers. <laughs> Whoops. My bad. Yes, I think this is one of my favorite moments of the episode as well. Uh, it's where they're looting that shop. Ellie finds an arcade machine, and it's a Mortal Kombat arcade game, which is so cool, and it. It reminded me of a moment in uh, the first game where the the pair in Lincoln and uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, looking for Bill, and Ellie finds an arcade machine and she starts talking about how she used to play this a lot with her friend and how one character had like a really good finishing move. And she does something very similar. She talks about Melina. And um, I thought that was quite a cool little nod to that moment. It's It's very much a throwaway moment in the game. It's an optional dialogue. But I think it's that little attention to detail, which is which is really cool. You know, it's a nice big series, but the little nods like that to to the fans of the games is is really cool. I appreciate that kind of stuff. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you play the DLC where uh, you get more insight uh, to 
Riley and other things. They'll go into that in the TV show as well through some flashbacks. Um, you can see a more, I just played this like a couple of days ago. So it was fresh in my mind. Um, in Ellie's little um, bedra bedroom that she's staying in is a bunch of posters. And one of them is also Mortal Kombat 2 on the wall. So I thought there that was, go. that was real cute. Uh, uh, when Ellie goes into that, what, what was that? It was like a hype? Okay, you hide out. Yeah, or I, I just like a basement storage, something kind of a like thing. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really, I really liked it because that's where we got the lockers, like sideways, like just, just like in the game, <sighs> and uh, and you know all the shelves with things on it, and and you can see like similar uh, items that you have to collect in the game on the shelves, and I was like, oh my god, <sighs> and then the boy, the the noise comes in from the from the stalker, and I was like, oh shit, oh shit. And it's all crushed, but still alive. And then Ellie just goes in, does that little cut on the forehead. Once again. So cool. You can see the cordyceps under the skin. And it's like, Ugh. just disgusting. <laughs> I can't get over mm -hmm. it, how disgusting it is. Uh, and then she just freaking stabs it in, in the head. It, it also <laughs> uh, it gave me a thought. You know how in the first episode, uh, uh, Ellie's fascinated by the way Joel defends her from the soldier uh, yeah and and you you can see the fascination on her face um and i found it incredibly interesting how she was just like almost just enjoying the whole moment with this talker just like i can do whatever i want with you like it was all over her face mm -hmm. uh, it was a savoring it also slight revenge yeah yeah definitely but uh it's it's also you know a foreshadowing i think for the alley that we're gonna get mm -hmm. and, and this is a tiny another tiny thing just we're gonna slide it in here in season two it's are we surprised Ooh. no not at all but i i i like this build up i like this mm -hmm. build up because you know Ellie's gonna be very different in season two let's put it this way <laughs> and yeah, she's gonna act more like joel yes we are on our way to Bill. I like their little discussion with Joel. And yeah. I really like the little nod uh, towards movies like Virus uh, and 20, 28 Days Later. Yes. And, and everything where Ellie's like, was it through monkeys? I bet it was through monkeys. And, and you know, those <laughs> films, it was through monkeys. Like, <laughs> That was a great nod. But it, yeah. but it also built up their relationship a little bit more that he's kind of opening up to having a conversation with Ellie. Whereas before he was like, just shut up. You're a weird kid. Shut up, yeah. <laughs> I, I really I really wanted to talk about that that scene because when they when they talk about that, like you say, it gives a little bit of exposition with some kind of like throwaway dialogue, which is something that Naughty Dog does so well in Uncharted and The Last of Us, yeah. where you're just walking through an area, specifically Last of Us, you looting this area, you might spend like a half an hour, 45 minutes without any action, you're just looting, but then your characters are kind of they've got this banter between each other. And yeah. it might sort of flesh out the world a little bit and it'll seem like it's just pointless banter and conversation and whatever, but it actually has some deeper meaning to it. And mm -hmm. I wanted, I really wanted to see some back and forth between Joel and Ellie and, and we've, we've got some already. I'm looking forward to more of that because that's, that's one of my favorite things about The Last yeah. of Us. That's a great point because, yeah, they do that a lot. What's not cool, and they have to chill about this, uh, the transition uh, into back in Ooh. time it was so cruel like you know they find this pin where we find out that the soldiers literally killed a bunch of 
completely healthy people because there was no place in the quarantine zone and uh, they zoom in on a tiny little there was like a there was a rainbow blanket, blanket and then another blanket. yeah, yeah. Uh, and they zoom mm. in on that and then they zoom out and it's it's a it's a baby it's gosh that it's, was harsh and i was like are you serious and then and then we get the first glimpse at bill i'm, I'm just gonna put it out there he's very different from the bill we get in the video. very oh, man this so episode different. is probably the biggest deviation from the game that there that there could be and i'll start it off by saying i actually enjoyed it uh, which is like had glimpses off in the game like mm -hmm. it was through there as letters, a, letters and stuff yeah 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 but it, it wasn't like this so you know uh we will definitely talk about it in the end because I have thoughts and not all of them are positive. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Gonna, yeah, I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> but we're back Wait for uh, those. in 2003, uh, September 26th. I wrote up the dates so we don't get it wrong. We had some big time jumps here, but it was necessary. Spiel is just, you know, in survivalist mode. I, I think he was, even before this all happened, it's very mm -hmm. clear that he was preparing for something like this. And I like that because that's that's like the... We would call it weirdo, but like he was right. <laughs> yeah, we would call that preppers. <laughs> yeah. Out here. Yeah. Preppers yeah. or survivalists. That's the other thing I know uh, of mm -hmm. them. Like, you know, it's. it's like, survivalist is definitely a nicer term. It is. <laughs> yeah. It definitely is. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like I like the whole montage of just him waiting for the soldiers to leave with the people. And then he just, he just goes uh, to collect everything he needs to build yeah. his little sanctuary, basically. And I loved. I love that little nod that uh, when he goes up uh, from the basement and puts on the mask, because obviously it's at the very beginning and yeah. we don't know how it all affects people just yet. And I think that whole uh, paranoid side of him was just like... My thought actually with the mask was that he would think that Fedra was going to use gas on him to take him out. And that's why to me, I thought he was wearing the gas mask was because of the government would use gas to cause yeah. him to pass out and they'd take him or kill him. Fair, fair. He's just he's, prepared for, for everything. He's I prepared. Think. Th that's really how yeah. it goes. He's prepared for anything. Yeah. He's, Either he's, way, gas so I, I, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, specifically at this part. So I know we, we've talked about it. We probably mentioned it later that we're so upset that there's no spores. We've yes. got our spore lose account. Um, so he has that gas mask in that scene. Do you think they put that in there just so that they could have Bill with the gas mask in the trailers so that we wouldn't like freak out that there's no spores? Because we saw I, I, we saw they that totally gas mask in the trailer and I thought... And we hmm. did think spores. And that was my first thought too. You could be right though that they kind yeah, of were we like, mentioned, we hey, mentioned here's that. a little Easter egg of a thing. <laughs> Yeah, we mentioned that in episode one, we said uh, we saw well, unhappy that there's no spores, but in the trailer, we see Bill take off a gas mask and we thought ah, there's still hope. But now, yeah. I don't know, it looks like it's all dashed. Yeah, it's just, a, just a bunch of spore losers. Yeah, the way to gently <laughs> t bring us down. <laughs> it yeah. is what it is. It is what it is. And then there's a four year time jump to mm -hmm. uh, 2007. Uh, and that is where Frank is in the hole. I was so excited to meet Frank because in the game you don't get to meet Frank, and so we only know anything I mean, about him. I mean, you do. Did you? No. <laughs> I'm <Kinda>. sorry. 
You get you get to see him. <laughs> you get you get to see him. I instantly fell in love with Frank. Yes, instantly. So true. Just like so charming. He's the best. Murray Bartlett, <sighs> like shout out to him. He's just so good. Mm. But that was such a great introduction. Immediately, the two of them just had this chemistry. That was like yeah. Oh yeah. Like as as a as performers, definitely. Like the performance felt really nice. But you could also feel it within their characters. Their characters were immediately like clicking. They weren't like very similar people, but you could just feel like these two are going to be friends. You could just see it yeah. straight could, away or maybe you could, more. You could feel the anxiety coming off of Bill because he probably hasn't really been around a normal person for either the four, four, for four years. years. Four years, mm. yeah. For four years, not really talking to anybody other than probably killing him. Although I, I think Pierre just genuinely didn't like people at all before yeah. this whole thing happened. So uh, I think he's just more surprised that he has to interact with something <laughs> yeah. at all. Surprising <laughs> interaction. Um, I did want to- Just normal social anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. To point out just the <laughs> the trap that he first uh, sets off that just nails the the infected in the head. Oh, so cool. It's such a that, bad thing. I just wanted to show up, like that, that was such a bill thing. And it's, seeing some of his traps go off made me very happy. Oh yeah. Definitely. We needed. We needed some Set traps. Set up all my traps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the bill we love. But like yeah. Bill is like, you know, it's he's a big softy inside. So he's like, okay, fine, let's let's do this. And I love the whole thing where he's like, you know, letting him shower, and he asks for like five more mm. minutes. Like, come on, that oh, five more minutes, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that's so cute. And then I I just have to say this as someone who who worked in hospitality and had to learn how to pure the wine and everything. Well done, well done, Nick Offerman. Well done. I love that. You, you poured that wine so beautifully. I, I think my past bosses would be like, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> that was an excellent just twirl. It was. And just like the just the little thing of him just like turning his plate like Bill is a fancy bastard. Oh, yeah. Uh, the bastard. Yes. And just the right turn of so. the plate. Beautiful. Just. Just, mm. just, the, the just whole... dripping with the etiquette. Yes. 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 And he's like, I like that. so anxious throughout the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, yes. So he's cute. so anxious. It was a terrible. I loved, I loved that though, because there's so many different layers to it. He hasn't seen another human apart from ones that probably wanted to kill him in four years. So I think that he's super anxious because he's like, can I trust this guy? Is this guy going to try and rob me or kill me or whatever? But he's also like, this guy's kind of cool. You know, yeah. it's like, this is maybe like a new buddy or, you know, it's, so it's kind of like, he's like this, this nervous little guy in front of his crush or something like that. Or yeah. he's like this vulnerable person now in front of a potential killer. Like it's just, it's, there's so many layers to it. Yeah, I think he plays it perfectly as well. Nick Offerman, just like the next couple of scenes after that were just some peak acting. Like I, I, I assume they had an intimacy coordinator on set and just thinking about yeah, how yeah, yeah. well they placed everybody in the scene and how it just kind of like it, everything was consensual and just really smooth and very well done. And it, and my husband pointed out too, and he's like, well, of course, this is probably his first time. If, like, if you look around the neighborhood, this feels very conservative. Yeah. And he seems to be in a position yeah. in past real life where he would not have been accepted for who he was, which is most likely why he was initially alone. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, that adds another layer to the sadness. 
it's it's kind of like a nice sort of metaphor as well for I, I think for you know people that are part of the LGBT community is they can they can feel within their communities very alone and like they can't talk to anyone and that people outside might want to harm them in some way. So it's in that sense, the episode could also be seen as like a nice metaphor for the LGBTQ yeah. experience, really. Yeah. yeah. It was such a beautiful little love story. I cried and squealed mm -hmm. and <laughs> I think we all did. And then there's the three years jump again. We are in 2010 now. <laughs> and I love that it immediately starts with Frank being like, oh fair. And I'm like, oh yes. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting yeah. for. <laughs> Just immediately because if you play the game, if you haven't, obviously this is a completely new story for you. This is how I imagine them based on those letters. Just yeah. always like, yeah. just like, mm -hmm. just going because of something, just, you know, you did this wrong or you did that wrong or whatever. Just bickering. All I wanted to do was make the town look a little bit nicer. That just, was it. At first I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. Turns out I was just supposed to make it a little nicer. And I was like, oh. Just wants to decorate. Yeah. Pierre just going to freak out and everything. He did yeah. freak out a little bit. Just a tiny bit. He's, He's like, just oh, confused. Like, did like, I did like that they included like a bad day though. Because, yeah. I mean, within the within the context of the episode, he also talks later, without sort of jumping too far ahead, but he talks later about having good days and having bad days. So it was nice to see them sort of have a bad day instead of everything yeah. feel like a like a fairy tale. Oh, yeah. yeah Which it definitely wasn't in the game. And, I mean, relationships generally aren't like that. So it was nice to have that little that little scene and yeah. have it be over something so silly. Something so silly. And talking to a lovely lady on the radio. Yes. Because we got... Test back for a little bit, uh, which is so nice because oh. honestly, Anatol was just so clean looking so awesome. too. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I was, was I was so glad I was so glad to see her in some flashbacks because like I noticed like I mean in this episode we had the first actual flashback to something. Uh, I was hoping we were gonna have something like that for Tess, sort of have a flashback and see what she was doing during outbreak and maybe the few years after. Uh, we didn't get that for Tess, but we got that for Bill, obviously. So it was nice to see Tess in one of these in one of these flashbacks. They did write a background flashback for Tess, but they didn't end up doing it. Um, oh. It's really tragic. Um, if I'm summarizing this correctly, what they were going to do is, uh, so Tess was married, had a son. Her husband got infected and so did her son. She was successfully able to kill her husband uh, before he was able to get to her, was unable to kill her son and locked him in a room in a basement somewhere and kind of never went back. She was unable to kill him. Okay. I didn't want to see that. So, you know. Yeah, I'm I very it. glad just, they didn't just, do that because, cool. oh, <laughs> you know, that would have been real heavy and yeah. And I and I think I it it might sound a bit controversial. I don't think everyone needs like a flashback because mm -hmm. we're gonna meet so many people yeah. along the way. Uh, and and yeah. you know I just I just feel like it would become too much after mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. Because they are just like passing characters, which is completely yeah. fine. Which I which I actually really liked mm. how much of an episode this took up with Bill and Frank, um, because it was. It was kind of like a little reminder that it's like, yeah, the story is about Joel and Ellie, but there's a lot more to it with the characters that you come across. This apocalypse is happening to everybody. 
And being able to see these intimate lives of some of the survivors makes the story and the world as a whole feel a li- just a little bit more immersive and real. Um, I just scrolled up on my notes. I missed an Easter egg. Um, oh, yes. Tell actually, us about egg. this. Um, when they're kind of packing up and leaving uh, in that scene with uh, Tess and Joel, uh, Frank gives Tess some new clothes. And if you look at the clothes... It's what she wears when we meet her. It gives her kind of like yeah. a, a red coat and like a red shirt. And I just was like, oh, it's so sad. But it was, it was, it was sweet just saying that just like this tiny little just exchange of details. I'm like, those are the clothes we're going to see her in. So like yes. those clothes meant a lot to her exactly. and she wore them. So it was, it was nice seeing just a slightly deeper relationship. And if you listen there, it's Frank that comes up with the codes for the radio. Yeah. Like, you know, it, he says yeah, that he it, does. It, yeah. it, his music yeah. means trouble. And you can hear that him saying that to Tess. And I was like, that was really cool. I thought that that was, was really cool. Because Frank is smart. Frank is very smart. Frank Let's is very smart. There. Let's put it out there. Uh, and then we jump another three years to 2013. And we get the strawberry scene. I'm just going to call oh, it Oh, the that. strawberries. <laughs> it was such a And he was scene. so thrilled. Bill was like, yeah, I'm so stoked about this. I was like, oh, Bill, you softy. Yes. It was so funny. So there are some times in shows, like when you watch that you perfectly predict text that comes up and you say it at the same time as other people. <laughs> and when they start pulling backwards, I was like, no, no, the strawberries. And they said it at the exact same time. And I looked at my husband and I was like, and since there's a lot of foodie things in this episode, I would mention one thing that was like a bit weird, uh, knowing how it all started with the flour and everything. Everyone's seen mm-hmm. they are eating bread. Oh, I didn't catch that. You didn't catch that? It's, I did. It's, it's like, I think it's maybe before the strawberry scene or a little bit after, but you can see Bill put that like a bread. Uh, are they eating a roll of, or uh, something? Yeah. Yeah. And I was okay. like, could it could it maybe be uh, like a like a safe, or maybe he made it him he made the wheat himself, made himself and flour. That's what I was thinking as well. But it was a bit at least weird, I like, hope. Yeah, because if you know, based on the logic, if it mutated and contaminated mm. flour, then that's a good point though. It just, that feels like a continuity kind of a thing where it's like, hey, we just talked yeah. about how bad flour was, and hey, here's some main characters eating bread. Yeah, it was a bit weird. I was like, I even went back a little bit, and I was like, it. Was it that? Yeah. Well, I mean, thinking thinking about it as well, Ellie uh, in episode two, Ellie has a sandwich at the beginning. That's true. So they're at least making their own. So maybe, yeah, somehow. maybe they they figured it out because I, I I mean Joel speaks about it going uh, through. I mean we know I think it started in Jakarta the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing is where it came from. So maybe it's only one specific company that sent out the infected sort of stock. How does this work? Again? I think it's big enough of a thing that 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 you know you say oh the whole infection started with flour maybe we don't have our characters eat bread yeah because otherwise we have to try and you would have to try and figure out a way to explain it and they haven't yeah. re- explained that no it was a good catch yeah, yeah. I I was yeah. I was a bit weirded out by that like yeah I didn't even realize the sandwich stupidly enough and it's right in your face <laughs> and yeah. just eating a sandwich <laughs> and that's that's bad. hey look you caught a small <laughs> detail that I didn't. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so I'm proud. I'm so proud. Oh my god. <laughs> thank you. I I thank my family. <laughs> <laughs> the 
this is such a big moment for me. There's this one wonderful line in the strawberry scene that I want to mention because it's just so beautiful. Uh, because Bill says, I'm sorry. And Frank is like, why are you sorry? And he's like, because uh, I am getting older uh, and I'm older than mm. you. And then Frank says, older means we're still here. And then the raiders come in, obviously, because after a sweet Oof. scene, you have to have like a very brutal one. Uh, the raiders that Joel warned us about, or warned Bill about, are coming in. Obviously, Bill is already in fight mode uh, by the time oh, yeah. Frank wakes up to the traps being triggered. Uh, Those um, were such cool traps. Those raiders got annihilated. It was dope. It's so cool. Who makes who 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 makes flamethrower traps? Like that, that's just in, ingenuity from like Bill. some it's, other level. That was uh, uh, that was so cool. So cool. It's it's like you know it's just like he gets shot. I I I was like Frank, you don't yell at a person who's shooting. I know. You just, you, why why would you do that? That's and how shoot. people get hurt. <laughs> yeah. And then what happens? Bill gets shot, obviously, yeah. because he's lucky he's, he didn't die. Yeah. Exactly. Legit, I... le- legit. We've had some changes, specifically in this episode. We've had quite a few changes. Legit, I thought Bill's gonna die in that scene. I did too. Because I remember, I remember thinking to myself when I was watching that. I was like, I was thinking back on the trailer and how much footage we saw of Bill. And I think we'd seen all of the footage of Bill in the trailers already at that point. And I thought, oh my gosh, is Bill gonna die here? Are Joel mm-hmm. and Ellie gonna get here and meet with Frank? Mm-hmm. I legit That's what thought I was thought gonna was going to happen. Yeah. And Frank's just like, no, dude, I'm going to save you. Yeah. And yeah. he does. He does. And then they pull another funny one on us because when that wheelchair popped up 10 years later, 10 years later. 10 now, years yeah. later. So we are in That was back to the present, now. I think. Yeah. yeah we, we are in the present. I thought it was Bill sitting at that wheelchair. I did I too. Like, Me too. I was like, oh, Bill, no! No, not Bill. Like, come on, he kept being a wheelchair. He has to save Joel and everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then it he turns out... He needs to use his machete it's... still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on. A machete. And then it turns out it's Frank. It's it's Frank in the wheelchair. He's very yeah. old. He he's, he's like, you know, he aged like not 10, but 20 years, it feels like. I um, think it's safe to assume that he had MS. I think that's what they were telling us. That's what he had. Uh, Parkinson's. He did mention that because uh, Bill was like, "No, we can find a doctor." And Frank did mention that even, like Frank. in the real world before the apocalypse there and everything, no they didn't have a cure. Um, but with this time jump, mad, mad props to the makeup department mm-hmm. because oh, their skin looked so good in the way that just like it was aged perfectly. The the beard, hair, just the issues with the skin because of course they're not going to do skincare they're not going to worry about sunscreen and so they had like don't those, need to worry about that those marks and yeah. just the actors themselves in the way that they were able to move in a way that you could tell was painful because you know, they were getting a little bit older mm-hmm. and being able to move in from the bed you know all of these things was so well done mm-hmm. so well done there's a scene i cannot remember exactly where it was i think We'll find it during the edit. But there's a scene where uh, where Bill's pushing Frank on his wheelchair mm-hmm. and the score plays uh, the theme from where Ellie uh, meets the giraffe in the game. That It's the exact the exact score. Like the theme. Really? 
exactly the same. And I was like, this, I, I, I recognize that because I've watched that scene. I played through the game obviously a couple of times, but I've yeah. watched that scene on YouTube so many times. I listened to that score and I was mm-hmm. like, that's the, that's the score. I can't remember exactly what scene. I think he's pushing him. We'll have to find that. Cause outside that's really cool. or something, but it's, it was that, that theme. And I was like, Oh my word, they're playing it here of all places, but also yeah. it was so, it was so nice to hear it. And I think it maybe was just like a, a, a quiet somber moment between two people that just loved each other. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's kind of, sort of foreshadowing for yeah. later when Joel and Ellie share a moment like that and then they'll play the theme again. Before Frank said anything, because obviously he requests uh, the pills to be crushed and put in his wine and then just laying mm. next to Bill and dying like that, uh, I knew that it's going to be the wine. Like he, I, he put it in the like the bottle. The itself. bottle. I because I thought mm. so too because when he brought that out an additional two it, it must be just something like with our ADHD and our pattern recognition but we were just kind of sitting there like he's not gonna go alone he's going with him yeah and he started to put everything in the one wine glass and I was like nah this is an ending here and that's what he talks about they enough to kill a horse that was already in the bottle because Frank's like I'm already starting to feel tired if I were Bill I would have done the same thing I think it's it it was beautifully set up the whole the whole episode set it up so nicely because they did everything together. They they fought together, they enjoyed strawberries together. <laughs> they did everything together. So this was kind of the last thing they did together and after I I was kind of upset because I was like oh no but Joel and Ellie need to get there and they need to have adventures with mm-hmm. Bill and Bill needs to slash some infected heads off with his machete, but I was like you know what I prefer this. It's it yeah. was just such a beautiful send off for oh, yeah. these two characters that we fell in love with in 40 minutes. Yeah. And I initially I had a hard time with the change because I really wanted Bill to come and rescue them. And, you know, the, the, this was one of the hard, this is the hardest part in the game for me was going through the school and fighting upside yeah. down. And yes, I was very disappointed that we didn't get any of that because that to me, I was probably one of the things I was looking forward to most. Of of all the changes that they could make to Bill's story, I kind of actually felt really glad that we got to have a good ending for somebody that was on their terms with somebody they loved that they didn't have to lose. We could see a happy story come to a close. And I was I was actually kind of okay. Yeah, because we're well, we're probably not going to ever see that ever again in the entire series. No. Um, Doesn't happen, folks. Savor this one. because <laughs> Savor this. All right, Lily. Well. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting to hear what you thought of this because I'm very, very interested. I'm, I'm going to be the asshole in here. Do it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody is going to love this change. You... It is a massive change. It is a massive change. Not everyone's going to love it. And I didn't like it. I like... Don't get me wrong. I... The whole episode is fantastic and beautiful and wonderful, and I want Bill to be happy. But I think they missed a big opportunity here in the end, because what I imagined would happen is that I imagine that it's in the wine, but somehow Bill just doesn't drink enough, gets sick and whatever, he, he doesn't die. Yeah. And what Joel and Ellie arrives to is the bill that we're getting in the game this asshole who's okay. just like uh, yeah. you know angry with everything and just pissed off with everything and whatnot because he, he he just couldn't go with his love basically and and then joel and ellie arrives because 
you know, that's basically the end of the episode. Uh, they find out that Bill and Frank is, is dead. Bill left mm-hmm. a letter to Joel or whoever, but probably Joel. Uh, I like that one. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. and then you know, it just lets them know that, that they are both dead. They left the window open, blah, 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 blah. And we could have like, still had all the things. Yes. And that's where and I was shitty. like, th- you know, that's where <laughs> I was like, I... Don't get me wrong, I'm not against happy endings uh, at all. And and I actually like that we have like a little bit here in yeah. The Last of Us. I, I think they m- missed the chance with Nick Offerman to do Bill. Some really badass stuff. Just, you know, Bill being Bill. And I, I kept wondering, if I would be watching this, I never knew the game, this would be perfect. Mm. But knowing the game, yeah. falling in love with Bill in the game and and he really is one of those lovable assholes yeah you know you can tell that he actually has a pure heart and everything but he's just an asshole with everyone and I loved him bickering Mm. with Ellie and 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 it was just Um, so fun and then all that was just like no you're not gonna get any of that there there's one thing yes that I was actually decently upset that we didn't get and this is probably the first time I've actually been like are you fucking kidding me? We didn't mm-hmm. get this. At the end, there was no magazine. Nope. In the car, there was no magazine that she was tricking Joel and be like, why are the pages sticky? And she throws it out, yeah. you know, just like, whoa, it's really that long. You know, like making all these stupid, yeah. like funny yeah. jokes. I was genuinely mad that we didn't get that. Yep. I was thinking about that as well. I was quite annoyed because we're not going to get that line where she goes, bye-bye, dude. Bye-bye, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it can still happen in the next episode. It, it, I'm it, holding it out hope that something does happen because that's one of my favorite parts of the game. But yeah, that's that that was my big thing with it. That's why yeah. I'm I'm indifferent about the whole thing because I love. I, I totally understand mm. that. And then because that that would have worked really well though if they had if if it for some reason because I that's one of the things I initially thought was like oh it's not gonna work yeah something's gonna happen mm. but then it ended up. Working. working and i was like yeah i was like yeah that's really sweet it makes sense yeah. but that would have worked really well because then we could have gotten at least uh, the pushing just... down of the hill yeah with the infected coming around mm. and they can't start the car like yeah we could have gotten at least that or maybe later he would go back and try again and fall asleep next to yeah. frank like it could have still happened i just i do really love what they did still I'm also kind of holding out to see really how I feel until how next episode goes because they missed a lot of stuff a lot and of a stuff. lot of action. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like Bill's part in the game is the only part where we don't meet any other people. It's literally mm-hmm. just the infected and they completely took that out now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get raiders and whatnot. And, and I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking that maybe if I haven't played the game, this would hit like, completely different but mm-hmm. playing the game knowing bill uh having some great feels different in there, it just feels very different which is not a bad thing i'm not saying mm-hmm. that and, and i'm not saying that you know the changes that they decided to make and the whole backstory with frank is is a bad because it's beautiful i freaking yeah. love this episode but uh, we just still could have had what we wanted yeah mm. yeah but so, i mean I, it's, I'm a bit it's disappointed it's also a, a, an interesting thing to talk about is 
I mean, this is, as you were saying, Lily, this is a part of the game where you only face infected. There's a lot of infected that you face off here. I mean, we get, I think, bloaters for the, the first, first time bloater, here. Yeah, yep. it's here. Yeah. And that's a big part of this, this, this part of the game is you're really starting to get to know the infected and everything. And we didn't get any here. And thinking about it now, I mean, we haven't had that many infected in the first three episodes. We had, thinking obviously, about first episode, there was a little bit fear. and we got, yeah. Yeah. But we got, I mean, we got clickers last week, but they were in like five minutes. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. I need Joel and Ellie to fight off a horde. Because, you know, mm. it's going to be imposted later on with Henry and Sam. Mm -hmm. You can't skip it there. You no, you, you, you can't skip it there. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, it needs to be in there. It's going to be imposted later with Ellie and David. Yeah. If you, you thought this episode that's, was that's emotional... Oh yeah. Wait till you get to Henry and Sam. Yeah. Oh my god. That's You ain't seen nothing yet. Nope. You ain't nothing. Seen nothing yet. Nothing again. <laughs> let's get into episode ranking. And uh let's start with Erica again. How do you rate this episode? Your final thoughts on it. So I have two ways I would rank this. Okay. If I didn't okay. know the changes mm -hmm. and I was coming fresh into this, this would be a straight up 10 out of 10 episode. Agree. Because it was so beautifully done and just the pacing, everything was to me a perfect episode. But knowing the changes, I think I'm still sticking with like maybe like a nine out of 10 still because I was okay with it. Mm -hmm. I wish we had had a little bit more, mm -hmm. but what's done is done and I'm okay with it. And I feel satisfied by the episode. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Nick? It would great minds think alike. I literally <laughs> was going to say exactly the same thing. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, I, I wish I could kind of give this episode two different rankings. I would say from a strictly sort of adaptation side, it's not the, not the best in terms of how many different things they changed and the ramifications on the story going forward. Because mm -hmm. Bill being very detached from people and then kind of, you know, he sees uh, uh, Frank at the end and he's dead. Um, and he's kind of just like, oh, that asshole, you know, whatever. And he's like kind of hiding all of terms. his emotions. Yeah. And, and, and Bill's very closed off and hiding all of his emotions, which is what Joel does. And it's kind of the first thing to say that that's not good. You need to open up and things. So I feel like that's yeah. kind of an important story aspect. Uh, so it, strictly game adaptation, I would say it's like an eight out of 10 uh, because of how many things were changed. But as a sort of standalone episode, it's like a 9.5. This is beautifully beautifully worked episode and it's emotional tells a, a awesome story awesome love story and uh we get little bits of alien joel at the beginning and at the end which i love how that's framed because like it feels like they're doing things word and for word like the from middle. the game too mm -hmm. worked out very yeah. well and then they they kind of just they, they rock up at the end and it's the aftermath of it and then they're just like all right okay this has happened and joel kind of struggles with it at the end as well yeah. he reads the letter you know, I, I think I'm going to agree Sorry. with the whole game adaptation part. And I think I'm going to also change to an 8 out of 10 because that's a very, very good point. From a game adaptation standpoint, it's a very good mm. point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lily, uh, what about you? As someone who played the games at least mm -hmm. 11, 12, I don't know how many times. Oh my gosh. So and I times. thought I was playing, I thought I was, had a lot at like four. <laughs> I, look, I had a very obsessive episode with <laughs> Just putting it out there. I get that. Thank you. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> looking at it that way and loving Bill as he was in the game and also loving him here. Game adaptation point of view, 
it's innate. I think that's that's the thing. I mean, this is probably objectively speaking, I think you can say this is one of the best hours of television that we've seen in, in yeah. a long time. Yeah. But it is from the fans of the game uh, side of things. We obviously we're not going to be happy with all of the, the changes that were made uh, mm-hmm. to an, to a pivotal character. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And I I stupidly said to my uh, brother because he was he wasn't sure if Bill dies in the game, and I was like, Bill doesn't die in the game. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. It's a, a huge change. It's a huge change. Um, on ending on a positive note. Their outfits now uh, match the game again. Uh, For the most part, Ellie Ellie is now wearing her (laughs) iconic shirt. It's nice and clean. Can't wait to see it dirty. Uh, Joel Mm -hmm. is now wearing his green plaid shirt, which is one of my favorites. That and the blue one are my most favorite of his outfits. Uh, So now we're seeing them again in outfits of the game. And that makes me very, very happy. Very true. Uh, when I saw oh, them, when I saw them change into that, I got so excited. I was like, Woo! seeing the red shirt, I but, was like, turn around, turn around, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> but is. just after that as well, when they when they leave, they Joel opens the gate and he leaves, and then the camera sort of pans out. The last shot of the the episode, we go through uh, Bill and Frank's window, and then there's like a window with a little curtain yeah, yeah. blowing in the wind. Yeah, so yeah. it's like another little beautiful. reference to that. Uh, I will also point out one last thing, and then I will let Erica do the promotion thing. Basically, uh, the red T-shirt. The iconic Ellie Red T-shirt. There's a, a wonderful, fantastic, amazing movie called Love and Monsters with Dylan O'Brien, and mm. uh, Dylan's name in the in the movie is Joel, which is also an homage for Last of Us. But was also an homage to Last of Us is he's wearing the same Red T-shirt as Ellie, uh, and I will put the picture side by side. Yes, but I, I love that movie. If oh, that's you haven't, cool. If you haven't seen Love and Monsters, I beg you to please watch it on Netflix. Uh, really, really cool little, movie. It, oh. I I love. It's, I've watched it so many times, like, don't even dare to admit it. Uh, Eric, it's a promotion for us, please. Yes, uh, promotion real quick uh, for Couch Supers, what you're watching this on. Um, if you want to get early access to our faces um, and other shenanigans, we do games, monthly Zoom calls. We have a lot of friends, a lot of really great communities. Uh, go ahead and sign up at couchsoup.com. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like backslash membership or something, but you can find it at the bottom. You get early access to things and some really fun chats and community stuff that we have built up. Um, as this is mostly run by community with huge amounts of support, um, I'm excited to read everybody's comments on mm-hmm. this episode and get everybody's perspective because this is a huge change. So I'm looking forward to what everybody has to say. Yes, exactly. Uh, and we're going to be back next week, obviously, with another episode of The Rest of Us. Uh, until then, you have one job, endure and survive. Endure and survive. Endure and survive. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.